Well, welcome everybody again. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Pastor Greg Hagan. I uh, hope you're enjoying our podcast. As I always say, please get a hold of me and let me know how the podcast or the sermons or what we're trying to do is affecting you. Again, uh, you notice the title of our our uh, podcast here, Family Reflections, hoping to inspire Christian growth. In fact, I uh, need to change that to uh, Unscripted Family Reflections. Of course, uh, like many things in life, family is unscripted and so are these podcasts as we just get on here and just reflect, uh, look back on things in life, talk about experiences there, and just uh, get the conversation started. So, again, tonight I uh, got myself, Pastor Greg Hagan, my wife Renee. Hello. All right, hold that mic a little closer. It Hello. Makes it easier. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, on the phone, so I can't tell how she's holding the mic, we've got uh, my middle daughter, Brianna. Your favorite daughter, Brianna. Bam, 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 bam. Well, you are my favorite daughter named Brianna. You are correct. You are correct. Of all my daughters named Brianna, you are my favorite. So keep that oh, one, okay? My favorite middle okay. child. You're my favorite middle daughter. Yes, I'll give you that one, too. So uh, good, to, good to have everybody on tonight. Again, thank you for listening as we, uh, you know, we brainstorm a little bit, and so we didn't really come up with any kind of a topic, so... I just thought maybe we'll uh, we'll look at some things here. Last time, I think we had Brianna on. We talked about, you know, those middle child uh, characteristics, um, you know, some of the things there. And it's kind of interesting that sociopath, I think, was one of the things that came up on that page. <laughs> no. So if you haven't seen and heard that podcast, please go back and look at that on uh, middle daughter characteristics. So, well, uh, I just kind of typed in, you know, I kind of like typing in things here on the on the old intertube or whatever we call this thing here. Intertube. Inter oh intertube, my. you know. So, uh -huh. uh, was typing in some fascinating facts or strange facts. Well, so what do you guys think about these? Number one, uh, the sun is white, not yellow. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess it depends How on what type of day it is. Well, you know, and it is true. You think about it, I know, like when you have color-corrective bulbs, you know, yellow is actually not what you want. You uh, you know, that's a that's a wrong kind of fluorescent or uh, incandescent light. You know, really, actually, sunlight is pure light. Uh, it is white. Wow. Uh, you think about the spectrum of light with all the colors that make up that little, uh, what was that, Pink Floyd that used to have that little album cover? Is that the prism. Prism, you know, that has the color. But, yeah, you know, we always color the sun as yellow. I guess it's kind of hard to color white. But at the end of the day, at the sunset, you're looking at a red. Orange, pink, orange, blue, yeah, everything, right? All different colors. You know, so interesting there how the, the sun is actually white, hmm. not yellow. And, of course, our perceived perception of color, and that's what color is. I won't get into that, but uh, color is actually the reflection. Uh, the surface absorbs all of the light of the spectrum except for the color you see reflected back. Interesting. Wow. I work in a Dad, body shop. So smart. It's wavelengths. Yeah. It's color light lengths, wavelengths of light. How about this one? The United States yeah. once planned on nuking the moon. Oh, why? If you presume the reason behind such an act was because we can, you're entirely correct. Oh. The United States had vague plans to nuke the moon in order to one-up the Soviet Union. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Uh, Project A-119. It was developed by the U.S. Air Force in the late 50s. Felt this would be a relatively easy thing to do and would boost public perception of America's position in the space race. Well, how would that affect us? Be interesting to moon. think about, you know, to blow up you the know, moon. Without the moon, how would that... How Doesn't would the moon affect gravity? It affects, mm -hmm. like, the waves and the tides yeah. and all that jazz. 
says the leader of the project, physicist Leonard Riefel, hitting the moon with an intercontinental ballistic missile would have been relatively easy to accomplish, including hitting a target with an accuracy of about two miles. Wow. Oh. Explosion happened on the border, the visible part of the moon. Wow. Uh, they scrapped the plan because uh, they felt the, f the public would not respond favorably <laughs> to us <laughs> dropping a nuclear that. bomb on the moon. <laughs> wow. You know, these are the people we elect, and this is the How much money did that cost? A study on nuking the moon. Mm. What about werewolves? What would they have? <laughs> what would happen with the werewolves? Wow. Uh -huh. that, maybe all the time. Oh. be interesting there, wouldn't it? Uh, British Army uniform regulations required every soldier to have a mustache from 1860 to 1916. And there's a very interesting photo on the Internet right now of, uh, <laughs> wow, I think he's got a squirrel uh, around his, <laughs> under his lip, <laughs> under his nose there. Oh, uh, boy, he had to have a mustache. I wonder why. That's, uh, I wonder why the point uh, of that Probably because it makes you look manly. It, it, you know, this fashion statement was all about virility and aggression. Beard and mustache yeah. growth was rampant, like in India, where bare faces were scorned as being juvenile and unmanly. That's it. I just said that. I'm smart, too, Dad. See, look at me. Wow. In 1916. You know about color, and I know about mustaches. <laughs> they dropped it largely because such a superficial requirement was getting ignored in the trenches, especially when they had to wear a gas mask and get a good seal. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Fascinating facts where the words geek and nerd come from. Hmm. Geek dates all the way back to 1916. Describes sideshow freaks. Specifically, hmm. it was typically attributed to the circus performers, uh, geek shows, and the word itself. Ah, interesting there. So, nerd. Dr. Seuss, if I ran the zoo in 1950, the specific text was a nurkle, a nerd, and a seersucker too. So, Dr. Seuss came up with the nerd. So, Wow, five fascinating facts there. And then they say what happened today in history. Oliver Pollock in 1778, a New Orleans businessman, created the dollar sign. And I perfected the penny sign. Hmm. Hmm. Especially looking at my bank account. Uh, Navy took over Treasure Island. So it was actually kind of a boring day in history. Well, I don't know. How was your day in history today? My day was... I mean, you know, pretty average, I feel. It was all right. I survived. <laughs> it, it was a Monday. <laughs> it was a Monday. That's just a good way to put it. It just, it was a Monday. But it's almost over now. It'll be okay. Well, hey. That's okay. Monday only comes once a week. Now, tomorrow's Monday number two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the challenge, you know. How many Mondays will we have this week? So That's true. It'd be oh nice goodness. if tomorrow was Friday number one, Friday number two. <laughs> Whoever came up with working five days and having two off anyhow. Who's this idiot, you know? I mean, I think it should be the other way around. Don't you work two and have five off? I yeah. only have to work four days, so I don't I don't know what you're talking about anyway. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so um church yesterday? Church yesterday. Anything exciting there? Um, Joey played both services. It was his weekend to play his drums. So we were there for both services. It was great. And then uh, we have some big stuff coming up at our church. Um, the weekend of Palm Sunday, we have the Easter egg extravaganza, which is going to be three different egg hunts with food trucks, inflatables, um, 20,000 eggs. It's going to be 
a pretty big deal. Um, and like, like I said, there's three different times that people are going to be able to come out and join us. So we're really excited about that. That's what I've been doing at work. We're gearing up for that coming up in just these few weeks. Interesting. That's exciting. Got to give a <laughs> cheer for that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Somebody is laying 20,000 eggs. And some busy chickens. Busy chickens. We're having the t we're having the youth do it. They'll love it. The youth are laying <laughs> eggs. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is that is interesting. Putting uh, your youth to work. Yeah. There, yes. There'll be some busy chickens, you know, laying those <laughs> eggs. Um, yeah. We we had our final service for the season with our Gulf Breeze RV Resort Park, so that was bittersweet. Uh, excited about next year and. Starting that up again the 1st of November, and so uh, all of our campers are heading back to uh, mostly Michigan and uh, Wisconsin, and kind of all over, the snowbirds as we call them going home. Indiana. Couple of Indiana folks, yeah, absolutely. Some uh, Tennessee folks, so good to, good to have been there and ministered with them, and if you get a chance, you know, there is a sermon posted yesterday uh, talking about where was Jesus, you know, those days between the cross and the resurrection, and a great message of um, inspiration about the, the victory and the champion that we have for our faith there. So we had a good time. I uh, had a great time, like I said, this season with those folks, just praying for the, the what God would have for the summer and the next step, and of course the podcast and some of the things we'll be doing here is a, a big part of that. And we kind of talked about that last, um, last time too, about finding a church home and how important that is and uh, how, how vital it is to have that local faith and congregation of body and believers to help to uh, to encourage you. You know, how many times do we feel like a lone ranger? A lot. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of terms we use for church, and I've shared many times that one of my favorite terms for a church is, is what? Does anybody know? I know. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yep. You've heard me say that many, many times, and sanctuary reminds me of a, a safe haven, a place that we can retreat to, a place that we can feel safe it's my sanctuary and I love that phrase to think about church because uh, it is a battle you know it is tough when we're in the world and church is that that sanctuary that we can let down our guard we can open up and relax and and be real and minister to people and be ministered to right right huh. and that's the that's a big part of finding a church home you know finding a home where you feel accepted you feel able to open up and able to again uh, you know be honest with people and allow people to to love you and pray for you and care for you. Yeah, I think back to uh, being a youth pastor, and one of our favorite things that we would do is, you know, we'd have prayer around each other. Do you guys remember those? I do. I was too little. I wasn't in the youth group. That's right. Our Otis daughter experienced that with yeah. us. Yeah. You know, we uh, nothing greater than when you see anyone, you know, gathering around and, just laying your hands on someone and praying for them. You know, you want a, a moving experience in your church or in your small group. Uh, just go around at the end of a, a night and just pray or pray for each person one at a time. You know, gather your, around them in a circle and just open your heart and let God lead and just pray over them. I'll never forget in Centrifuge we went to with our youth group and, you know, they all wouldn't leave until we had had, everybody had their chance to be prayed over. That was so powerful to see those uh, those young teenagers talk about youth groups and talk about young young kids and young adults there getting involved with the ministry and caring about each other. That was uh, that was exciting. You know, prayer, right? Uh, does prayer change things? I think so. Yeah. Anything Absolutely. special? What, anything special your church does in prayer, Brianna? 
necessarily. Y'all pray, right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like stand in a circle and uh, pray over each other like that. But yeah, we pray and uh, we have some dream teams. That's what we call like the like the volunteers and like the staff of the church. And there's a prayer dream team and that's some of the elders of the church who get together and make sure that they're praying over the church and the prayer requests and the people and the leadership that are a part of it. And we're also praying for our community and um, it's a lot more than just our church that should be like in our prayers. Yeah, prayer, you know, and, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, and they forget that prayer is not to move God, but prayer is to move us. You know, it's two-way communication, and it's allowing God to form us. And if we don't spend time in prayer, prayer is really our submission time to come to Him. And again, I talked about that getting away in that sanctuary. That's what prayer is. Prayer is our escape, and it's our time to, to be with God and to allow God to speak to us and change our hearts to see how He moves there. So what was your sermon about yesterday, Brianna? Um, we've been learning about like what our purposes are as like a Christian and as the people that we are. We're more than just brother, sister, uncle, brother, friend. Um, why we can't stay here. Earth is not like we have more of a purpose than just waking up and going to work or waking up and being a mom, a brother, a friend. Um, we can't stay here. There's an ultimate goal that we're going to end up going to heaven so we've been learning about um well we've been learning about that and we've been learning about what worship is and how we are worship worships more than just music and worship is more than just a, a gathering and a fellowship time worship is how you mentally are going into it and it's like what we've talked about before of being in church versus being in church into church and uh that's what we've been touching a lot on these past few weeks for our sermons yeah yeah and again it's uh you know again church isn't just a one-hour experience every week you know it should change our life and it should affect us you know we shouldn't just think about god that that brief time we call worship in church but uh, god should permeate and should affect our everyday life the way we act the things we say the things we do we need to think about him and all of those things because, you know, it. we may be the only Jesus that those around us will see. And so we need to put our best foot forward and remember that they are watching. You know, a lot of times we get upset because people are judging us, we feel like, but, you know, they're looking to us. And hopefully we're doing something and living a way that we draw attention to what it is and that it's Jesus that makes us different. Uh, you know, the Bible calls us peculiar people. Means we're going to be a little odd, right? Anybody a little odd, a little different, a little weird? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, when, when the world thinks you're different, that's probably a good thing. Uh, so that's nothing to be ashamed of there whatsoever. Um, all right, what else? Anything else going on? Nothing really. I'm bored. I want to come visit you guys. Yeah. Let's make it we've happen. Been looking, we've been looking at our calendar trying to figure out a time to come visit y'all soon yep we had a wonderful time this weekend enjoying nature and the beach and uh, all that god has created yeah yeah i had a wonderful time with the rain and the cold 
Mm-hmm. Hey, God still God in the rain and the cold too, you know. So. You know, it's just a little harder to see that though. Well, you know, I understand. It's a lot easier to see God on those beautiful sunsets on the beach. You know, had a great time Saturday yeah. night with that, and uh, you know, you just got to get away. You know, and and those family memories, right? You know, traveling. You know, I used to think that travel was such a waste of money. Um, I didn't understand any kind of value there. I didn't see any reason for it. And, uh, you know, I just really discouraged myself and didn't want to waste the money on travel. You remember those days? I remember. Yeah. Yeah. We used to maybe once in a while take a, what, what do you, what do you remember of our early days of travel, Brianna? What's your earliest traveling memories with us? Well, like you say that you didn't necessarily want to travel, but I remember us traveling a lot. I remember us going, when I was in, like, kindergarten, and maybe even younger, we went to St. Louis a lot. Or did I just make that up in my head? <laughs> no. I mean, St. Louis was, you know, that was, I don't know, four-hour trip or so, three and a half, four hours for us. And it was, you know, a nice little weekend trip that we would take just to get away. Um, yeah, I remember. I think we, I mean, I remember doing it a lot. For a kindergartner, maybe a lot's only twice. But to me, like, I feel like we did that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we got a little older, I remember we would go camping and I really, really, really liked camping and we, well, where I live, you guys no longer live here, but where I live, where we lived growing up, there was always somewhere to go camping to. Um, we live kind of in an area where you can go just a couple hours in either direction and you're at some sort of lake or some sort of national park or something. Yeah. Um, so I remember us camping and I remember we went to Florida a lot, and as we got even older, we kind of did a little bit longer and nicer trips, like to L.A. and Washington, D.C., and oh, oh, and of course, Hawaii. Can't forget that. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, it, exciting, you know, and uh, again, I, you know, the family memories, I mean, just like we're doing right now, I mean, just remembering those trips and every one of those you mentioned, there's kind of flashbacks in my mind of, things we did there and times we had and you know so as 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 I matured I realized that travel is far from a waste of money I mean anything you can do as a family uh, is worthwhile and you know again those memories are priceless and they're worth all the effort in the world um, to put into to do and it doesn't matter I mean like we talked about there even uh, going on a short trip I mean it doesn't have anything to be you know anything large and extravagant um, just, you know, even to go all night, just to a hotel room. I mean, my goodness, I remember you kids being little, you didn't care or know where we were. You, we were just in a hotel room. It didn't matter where it was. It was just a different experience for as you. As long as they could swim. As long as they could swim. Yeah. You know? Didn't matter if we were across town or across the street from our home or where we were. It was just that experience of being someplace different. Yeah. Well, and even, like, I... I have strong memories of just doing stuff with you guys, and it wasn't necessarily even trips. I remember, like, almost every weekend we would wake up, and it would just be like we were going to go goof off, and that was what we called it. That was where we just left the house all day. We would go shopping. We would go to random places. We'd go to the library, or we'd go to Lowe's. We'd go to Walmart. We'd go to the mall. We'd eat, and we'd be gone all day, and it'd just be goofing off. And even now, you know, that I'm married and on my own, my husband and I do that all the time still. It's like, you know, I just want to go goof off. And that was something I taught him. That's not something 
that's not a term his family used or anything, but that's what I did growing up. We goofed off. <laughs> yeah, you know, no plan, nothing, just just go. You know, how many times we just jump in the car and just see where it takes us. Um, and, and it's adventure, you know, and I think that sense of wonder and adventure and, you know, it's like we've talked about in marriage talks that Renee and I have that, that don't take life too serious. Just enjoy life. And I've kind of been saying here lately that, you know, life is definitely a journey. Enjoy taking the journey with good friends and family. That's what it's all about, you know. And I always say, who he who dies with the most debt wins, right? <laughs> well, I'm doing pretty good so far. <laughs> you know, you, you lived off other people's money. You know? No, 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 not necessarily. But, you know, it, who who dies with the most memories, you know, when you – when you're on your, your deathbed or your final hours or final days, you're not going to say, man, I wish I'd have spent more time at work. You know, everybody's going to yeah. say, I wish I'd have spent more time with the family. I wish I would have had more memories or created more memories. And what do they say? Love is spelled T-I-M-E. You know, that oh. love is not things. Love is not, you know, possessions. Love is time. And what you really love, you'll spend time with. And we need to love our families and we need to love the the gift that we have of God with our families and the time and use that time with our families and how precious that is. And so that's the that's the key we found out with travel, you know, and it isn't just travel, but it's nice because you get away. You know, I love those times when we take adventures and, you know, there's no phones, there's no internet, you know, it's just us and we're forced to uh, talk. And like to, on cruise ships. To look at <laughs> each other. cruise ships, we have, like, no phone at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're forced like the camping, yeah. you know, like the camping. You're you're forced into a small space together to have to. There's no Wi-Fi here. <laughs> um, I love camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go. People always, whenever they hear me talk about that kind of stuff, they just think I'm crazy because um, I guess I don't act like the type of girl that would like to be camping and stuff. I think I act like a little city girl, but I love camping. I like to take a book and just sit and relax and do that kind of stuff. I like fishing because you can just stand there and you, you don't even have to talk or anything though. You can't just sort of stand there and it's peaceful. It's just, it's a lot different than my everyday life. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hiking, getting out in the woods, being close to God, being in nature. Let's just clarify yeah. something. We don't camp. We glamp. Glampers. <laughs> we did go tent camp once with an air conditioner, a you know refrigerator. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. <laughs> we had to, you know, had to tap into a lot of outlets and extension cords, you know, for the way we camped. But, uh, yeah, we, we used to talk about roughing it, but that was about it, wasn't it? Yeah, you know? we talked about it. Yeah, I, I can't do without my AC. I, I can't be hot, you know. Look at so. those people over there in those tents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had the pop-up for a while, and then, of course, the self-contained. It was uh, That was a lot better. So by the time you get to that, just get a room, you know. <laughs> I like the cabins, you know. The, we love the state parks. Listen, you know, support your state parks. There's a lot of great stuff to do there. Just don't go horseback riding. You know, no. definitely wouldn't recommend that. That was no. so even even the uh, the bad experiences. That's why that's an inside joke. Or you know, we'll we'll talk about the horseback riding incident someday. So, <laughs> but even when you have a bad memory, it's still a memory, and uh, you can look back and go, "Hey, we survived. That was a long ride home." Um, <laughs> you know, and too bad Dad chose a primitive cabin when we had the horseback incident. 
Oh so, my gosh, that <laughs> yeah, we're teasing y'all with that one. That that'll be the next episode. We'll we'll have to get Jessica on here too, and we'll do our reminiscing of the uh, the horseback incident there, should we say? Like um, it's not a it's not a happy memory. It's not a let's reminisce. And you even said that's a long story. It's not. It's a warning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we survived. I mean, you know, you, you look back. Remember, everybody talks about my driving, and I just go, "Hey, did you die?" You know, so did you die? I mean, you know, we survived. I um, may not have died, but I have anxiety attacks with your driving. Well, you know, I mean, that can kill that you know can what? eventually kill I just, you. I think that I should have been looked at by a doctor as well. What kind of meat? Meat what? All right. What did you say, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to talk about the horseback riding again. That's another another story, all right? Okay. So anyhow, let's sum up tonight. All right, strange facts. You know, the sun is white, not yellow. Um, you know, what else did we talk about there with the strange facts? The uh, We the were going to nuke the moon. You're going to blow it up. So don't <laughs> nuke the moon. So yeah, please uh, write your representatives and your congressmen. Tell them do not nuke the moon. None of those crazy uh, deals there. Um you know, different thing. Oh, the mustaches. You know, definitely, uh, you know, glad they got rid of the mustache rule, you know, for the military there. I think it was the British military. Uh, and a camping and experiences together as a family. Uh, bottom line, those are memories that you, again, I just encourage you that when you're on your deathbed, you will not wish you spent more time at work. I hope not, at least. Um, <laughs> if so, please write me and tell me what job you have if uh, you wish you could spend more time there. Uh, I love my jobs. But uh, I wouldn't be there if I wasn't paid. Let's put it that way. And uh, so I don't think you're going to wish you'd spent more time at work. But I guarantee you'll wish you'd spent more time with your family and more time being what God would have you to be and making an influence for him. So closing thoughts, Renee? Nope. I'm good. All right. Jessica? Uh, Jessica, Jessica, who's over there? You know, Brianna? <laughs> I thought I was your favorite. You're my favorite you're Brianna. Calling Jessica. You're my favorite Brianna. <laughs> Is Jessica here now? No, no, I was just thinking about it. I got it on my mind, I guess. <laughs> I told her we were going to talk about, you know, young child characteristics today, but, you know, she... She anyhow. backed out. Yep. <laughs> Closing thoughts, Breezy? <laughs> Meh. All right. We've, we've shared our hearts for tonight. So, uh, well, let me give the closing to everyone. Again, thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed our uh, ramblings and our remembrances here and our reflections. Uh, email me if you have any questions just to say hi. You can reach out to me at... Uh, email at pastorgreg2 at gmail.com. That's P-A-S-T-O-R-G-R-E-G -E and the number two. Same thing on Facebook. Look at facebook.com backslash pastorgreg2. Uh, we'll continue doing this. We'll do some marriage moments and times together and uh, get more of our family doing some reflections here and, of course, continuing with our sermon Sundays and our sermon notes there. So anything we can do for you, let me know how the ministry is helping you. Uh, don't forget to leave a review. Follow us, and uh, we'll have more in the future. So God bless. Again, life's a wonderful journey. Make sure you take it with wonderful, great people and love those around you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.